Blog Talk Radio. All right, all right, all right. This is Watchman on the Wall. Watchman on the Wall, End Time Global Link Ministry. This is Elder G. Bazaar. Amen. Want you to want you to tune in, tune in. Get your ears unplugged. We got still got some good news. And any time it comes from the Word of God, it's good news. Amen. Good news for the saints and good news for the sinner, but bad news for the sinner that doesn't repent and turn to Jesus Christ. It don't look good for the sinner man that refused the sacrificial death of Jesus Christ and salvation that he has brought into the world 2,000 years ago. It was planned before the foundations of the world. God knew that man was going to fall. He knew he was going to go into debris. He knew he was going to build into depravity. And so God Almighty sent his only begotten son that through him man can be saved. I say man can be saved. In other words, there's hope for the world. There's hope for the world, not not tomorrow, but hope for the world today. There's hope for a world that's living in sin. That's the problem. The problem is sin. Sin is the cause of the world being in the shape it is. And we're here to tell you, me and brother, brother uh, uh, Tim Jackson, amen, he's in here with me. And he's going to be uh, uh, the backup, and I'm going to back him up. He's going to back uh, me up, and the Word of God is going to back both of us up. Amen. Because, number one, we're coming from the Word of God. Everything that we say is coming from the Word of God. There's no guesswork. I don't have to make a repeat and correct myself because the first time I say it, it's coming out of the Word of God. And guess what? God don't make no mistakes. He is authentic. He is genuine, and we're here to let you know that we want you to tune in because we're going to be talking about some heavy subjects. We may be making some repeats, but that's all right. They tell me repetition is good for the soul because after you don't hear amen. it and heard it and heard it, amen, you get a full understanding of what's getting ready to happen on this earth. And before we go on, let's bow our heads. Eternal Father, we come to you one more time. Thank you, Lord, for your love and for your mercy. We thank you for your most of all. Your son, the son of God, the everlasting father, Jesus Christ in the flesh. Amen. God Almighty became man, that through him man can be saved by his sacrificial offering. Without the sacrificial offering of Heavenly Father, there would be no hope for us. But we thank you right now for what you already have done. And we're going to preach your word in season, out of season, when we don't want to preach it, when they want to hear it, when they don't want to hear it. So give us the strength right now to break the word of life that we may get a full understanding of what your word is telling us. Amen. We thank you for this afternoon. This is Watchman on the Wall, End Time Radio Global Link Ministry. This is Elder G. Bazaar standing in the background is Brother Tim Jackson, a Bible scholar. Amen. He knows the word. Amen. If he don't know the word, he'll say, I'm going to look it up and see what I don't know that I need to know. He's that kind of person that learns from God's word. Amen. He's my teacher. Jesus Christ is my teacher. The Holy Spirit is my teacher. I'm coming from what the Holy Ghost said. And the Holy Ghost is God Almighty in what? The Holy Ghost is God Almighty in the Spirit. Because without the Spirit of God, man cannot live a holy life. The only way that you can live a holy life is through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. And the Lord did it 2,000 years ago. And guess what? He's getting ready to come back. 
and I'm going to talk on the subject. Uh, I think I'm going to go back yesterday. Yesterday was Saturday, and Brother Tim Jackson had his program on, and now we're going to come, and I'm going to bring what he had on yesterday, uh, 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 this program that he had, a scripture that he read, and I'm going to read it again because that's some, that's some hot stuff. There. That's some hot stuff, and it's real. It's found in Isaiah. Isaiah. I'm going to say about 15 minutes, amen, and then I'm going to hand it over to Tim Jackson, let him run it on with it, with the word of God, because the word of God is the only thing we got on the face of the earth right now that's going to help you, that's going to strengthen you, that's going to enlighten you, that's going to give you a hope for tomorrow, because we're living in a lot of, we're living in a world of hopelessness. Hopelessness comes from not recognizing who God is. And once we recognize who God is, there is hope. But when people leave God out of their lives, there's hopelessness. The only thing for you to look forward to is what? Lake of fire. My, my, my. I hate I, I read, I, you know, I just don't like to say that, but that's in the Word. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of scriptures in the Word that we don't like, but God is writing to us and warning us and wooing us. You better get right with him because if you don't, if you don't, your home will be in a lake with fire and brimstone, ruling and reigning with the devil. And that's what the world seems like they want. And seem like we're losing. So here, in the 26th, 20th chapter of Isaiah, I'm going to read the same scripture that Brother Tim Jackson read the other day. Amen. And we're going to work with that a little bit. The 28th chapter of Isaiah. Amen. Isaiah, the 16th verse. Uh, we're going to go back. Let's see, 16. And we're going to go back up there, 14 verse. The same one. Amen. 14 verse. I'm going to start right there. And it says in Isaiah, and Isaiah was known as the evangelistic prophet. He was known as a prophet that prophesied 700 years. He prophesied 700 years ahead of time about the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. The crucifixion of Jesus Christ is found in the 53rd chapter of Isaiah. That's where Isaiah prophesied of the crucifixion, the birth, the death, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. 53rd chapter, and it's got 12 verses to it. And one of the verses is I want to read to you. It says this here. It says, in the fifth verse, says, but he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. What you mean healed? Healed. The soul can be healed. Why? By the stripes that Jesus Christ bared on Calvin's cross. They whipped him. They crucified mm-hmm. him. Don't we, don't we understand? They crucified. They killed an innocent man. They killed a young man. They killed the son of God. They killed the author and finisher of the, of the faith. They killed the creator. Oh, wait a minute. We know you can't kill God. You can't kill God. You can't shoot him. You can't give him no poison. You can't bury him. There ain't a grave big enough. So what, what happened? Christ means anointed one. Jesus means what? Humanity. Jesus means savior. And what God did, God almighty. 
the one that made the moon, the stars, the sun, the one that made the oceans and the birds and the, and, and, the, and the trees, the one that carved his hand with his mighty hand carved out the Grand Canyon. He's the one that shaped the mountains all over the face of the earth. He is the one. That's the one that can speak to the sun and the sun will obey. Speak to the moon and it'll turn red. He, he, he can do anything. That's a God I'm serving. And since I'm serving him, he was willing enough. He was bold enough. He was faithful enough. He loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son. In other words, God Almighty became flesh. He became human. Human. Get this, sinner man. Sinner man, can you hear me? Loser, can you hear me? Drunkard, can you hear me? Liar. Sinner man. Do you know what Christ done for me, done for you, done for the world? He paid the penalty of sin. What is the penalty of sin? The penalty of sin is death. Amen. Spiritual death. Separated from God forever. And that means that Christ took your place, my place, your mama's place, your daddy's place, the mailman, the postman, the football player, the movie stars. Uh, Come on now. Y'all know what I'm talking about. We're talking about the rich people, the poor people, the black people, the ugly people. Woo! He died for everybody. Ain't no partiality in God. God has no respect. God don't have no racial problem. Amen. Amen. He made all the families of the earth out of one blood from Adam and Eve. And God said, I love the world, everybody. I ain't got no pets. I ain't got no no favorite people. I got a people that I've chosen to be in the representative of me, and that was the Jews. The Jews, Israel, is 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 a representative of God's power, God's holiness, God's righteousness, God's love, and Israel was supposed to be an example to all other heathen nations. And heathen nations are those that are without God, because Israel started with God in the what in Egypt. In Egypt, 400 years, they was under bondage until Moses came down and introduced what? God Almighty, the great I Am, introduced them to Israel. And from that time, Israel became God's chosen people because of the faith of what? The faith of Abraham. Why did God choose Abraham? Number one, Abraham believed God 110%. And that was imputed to him for righteousness' sake. And because Abraham believed God, God said, I'm going to rise up a nation that will obey, and I'm going to use you to bring it into existence, and that is Israel. Israel today is the greatest nation that God has called to what? To be an example to the other heathen nations. And by that, we are to recognize that he's getting ready to do something. He's already done something. But he's getting ready to reestablish Israel as his chosen people and show the heathen world that he is the God of gods and the Lord of lords. And we look in Isaiah, and Isaiah said in the 53rd chapter, this is a sacrificial death of Jesus Christ, 12 verses of packed with power. Woo! You talking about power? There's power in the cross. There's power in the resurrection. Amen. There's power in the suffering of Jesus Christ. There's power in his miracle. There's power in his speech. There's power all around him. And the only thing you've got to do to make the devil flee is say, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke you, Satan, right now, because you're a lying wonder. And in the book of Isaiah, Isaiah gives a picture of Israel making a covenant with death. Where did death come from? 
death comes from Satan. Come on, Why? Doctor. Because Satan is the king of death. He is the ruler of death. He is the one that's causing death. He's the one that orchestrated death. He he mastered death. Because he only thing he can do is rob, kill, and destroy. And Israel now is back in the land, my friends. Back in the land. And you know what they're waiting for? They're waiting for the Antichrist. The Antichrist is already here. He is waiting in the wing to appear on the world scene, the final and last man that would ever try to claim that he is Jesus Christ. And we have many men come on the scene ever since the beginning of time that tried to claim the deity of God Almighty, tried to, tried to claim the deity of Jesus Christ. And guess what? None of them passed the test. But this is going to be the last one. This is going to be the last one that's going to make an attempt to convince the world that he is Jesus Christ and it's not going to be Jesus Christ. It's going to be an instrument that the devil's going to use to what? To conquer, try to conquer the world. Oh, let me tell you something. Let me slow down. The devil always wanted to be a ruler. He's always wanted to be a god. He always wanted to be above God. He always wanted to be the boss, but he's not the boss. He's the destroyer. And in the book of Isaiah, the 28th chapter, the 14th verse gives us a picture what Israel is getting ready to do. Let's read it and see what we can get out of it. It says, Wherefore, hear ye the word of the Lord, ye scornful men that rule this people, which is in Jerusalem. Because you have said, this is what Israel said, we have made a covenant with what? Death. Why in the world would you want to make a covenant with death? Because Lord, man loves death. Man That's loves right. love man, man loves rotten stuff. Man loves to be on his own and be separated from God. And when a man is separated from God, he's living in death. Don't you know there's a lot of people today, 7.8 billion, I ain't saying all of them, but 7.8 billion people on the earth, and majority of them in them is walking death. They're walking in death. You know why? Amen. They're walking in death because they don't know who Jesus Christ is. They're living on their own. They're living in sin. They're living in rebellion. They're living in self-righteousness. They're living in their own religion. They're living in their own desires. They're living in every Amen. way, Amen. cut off from God, living their own thing. They're walking in, don't you know, dead men are walking today. A lot of dead men walking today. They're in the government. They're in the churches. They're in the streets. They're in the whorehouses. They're in the they're in the the uh, 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 they're in they're on the battlefield. Men walking in death. Death started in the Garden of Eden. Satan brought Amen. death Amen. in the Garden of Eden when Adam and Eve disobeyed God in the Garden of Eden. 
She was deceived, and she took her husband, Adam, and caused him to eat the fruit of knowledge of good and evil. And when they ate that fruit, death came and stepped in. And ever since almost 6,000 years ago, death has been roaming the earth. Everywhere you go, there's death. There's somebody just died. There's somebody just born. There's somebody just got shot. Somebody just ran over by automobile. Why? Because death is rampaging. The devil, the devil, the devil is roaring, seeking life a lion who he may devour. So what are we doing? And here's Israel now says, because we have said we are made a covenant with death and with hell. They don't shook hands with hell. Don't you know Come people on, are shaking, the, the people are shaking their hands with the devil today. Don't you know what they're it's shaking? Terrible. They shaking and making a covenant with hell. They That's say right. we some people today are saying I'm determined to go to hell. I'm determined oh, to go there because, look, I don't want to be living for God. I don't want to live in righteousness. You know why? Because I love sin mm. so much. Oh, man, I can bathe myself mm. in sin. I can do what I want to do. I can say what I want to say. I have nobody over me. I have nobody controlling me. Oh, yes, you do. If you in sin, guess who your controller is? Satan is your controller. He's controlling you. He's controlling your thoughts. He's controlling your desires. He's controlling everything that pertains to Lucifer. And guess what? God says, I don't want Lucifer to control you. I want to control you. I want to be your God. I want to be your Savior. I want to That's be right. your bread. Right. I want to be everything to you. I want to be your lover. I want to be your, your water. Mm. I, and, and the world is saying, I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want nothing clean. I don't want that reaches. You know what I want? I want sin. You know why? Sin is filthy. Sin goes to hell. And when people make a vow to serve with the devil, that's what they're doing. They're making an agreement with hell. Amen. And we, are, we, 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 and we are in agreement. And when the overflowing scourge shall pass through, shall not come unto us, for we have made lies our refuge. And under the falsehood, we have hid ourselves. My God, my God. You know, when you lie, you want to hide somewhere. When you do wrong, you want to keep it a low profile. When you, when, you, when you rob a bank, you want to hide somewhere because you know, whoo, you're in the wrong. And people today are made a refuge in Make sin, in lying, in backbiting. They have hid themselves. And they're trying to say in the outward appearance that they're living right. But behind all that self-righteousness and that self-looking good, behind that is nothing but death. Death. Spiritual death. Separation. Separation from what? God. And when you separate yourself from God, what you separating yourself from? You separate yourself from love, mercy, goodness, forgiveness, long-suffering. You separate yourself, and you are saying, I'm going to make an agreement in Israel today, believe that this false Messiah that's coming, they're going to make an agreement with him. They're going to make an agreement with him, and he's going to make a covenant with them, and he's going to tell them, if you build a temple, uh uh-oh, if you build a temple, and when you get ready to build a temple, I'm going to make a covenant with you. I'm going to promise you that if you build this temple, I'm going to give you permission. And if you agree with me, I will give you protection for seven 
years. What are the seven years? The seven years are the seven-year tribulations spoken by Daniel the prophet. Those seven years are on the horizon right now. Those seven years is getting mm. ready to come up. The reason on, seven God. years are getting ready to come up is because we're in the last generation. We're in the That's last right. millennium. We're in the last closing of what? The church age. When do the church age close? The last church age that it's going to close on is going to close on the church of Laodicea. That's found in the book of Revelation, third chapter, around about the 10th verse. And that says that this his church is the last church is the what? The world church. The world church. The world that's living in the world, doing the things in the world, but trying to claim the righteousness of Jesus Christ. That's the, that is the late Ossidian church age. And the late Ossidian church age is filled with what? Hypocrisy. Filled with lies. Filled with materialistic gain. Filled with money. Filled with a whole lot of celebration. Filled with all kind of having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. And guess what? Israel today is waiting for the Jews to get ready to build this temple. Well, the Jews are getting ready. They got the five red heifers. They got the priesthood. They got the, the measure of the temple. They're getting ready to get the Ark of the Covenant. They're getting everything together to what? Reestablish a brand new temple, and that brand new temple will be for uh, for sacrifices of animals. And the Antichrist is going to come on the scene, and he's going to tell the Jewish nation, I agree with you. I said that you can offer your sacrifices of animals, and since I agree with you, I'm going to make a covenant with you, and this covenant is I will give you divine uh, so-called protection for seven years. Listen to what it says. Now, here goes goes the bombshell. The 16th verse says, Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I will lay in Zion for a foundation, a stone, a tried stone, a precious stone, a sure foundation. He that believeth shall not make haste. God Almighty is prophesying through the Words of Isaiah, he said, in Jerusalem, I'm going to put a stone there. I'm going to put a tried stone. I'm going to put a trusted stone. I'm going to put a sure foundation. Well, who is that stone that I'm talking about? Whoa, look at here. This stone, this stone, this stone, what? It's the royal, royal ship of Jesus Christ. Where did Jesus Christ come when he was born and wrapped in swallowed clothes? He came to Jerusalem. How long did he stay here? He stayed here 33 one and one-half years. What did he do while he was here? He laid a foundation. How did he lay the foundation? He laid the foundation by showing himself. He laid the foundation by doing miracles. He laid the foundation by healing the sick and raising the dead. He laid the foundation by telling the disciples, I'm going to build my church upon this rock and the gates of hell shall not prevail Mm -hmm. against it. And he said, what I'm going to do, I'm going to do something that no other man could do. I'm going to do something that no other God can do. I'm I'm not talking about 
I'm not talking about the true God. I'm talking about the old gods. I'm talking about the ancient gods. I'm talking about Nephilim gods. I'm talking about Buddha gods. I'm talking about mm-hmm. Baal gods. I'm talking about Moloch gods. I'm talking about gods of ancient spirits that have proclaimed themselves to be gods. And these gods today are roaming the earth. They're flying to and fro. He's the prince power of the air. And they're trying to lay a foundation. They're trying to build a world kingdom. They're trying to build Amen. a world church. They're trying to build. Uh, uh, they're trying to build a world economical system. They're trying to build a world religious system. These are demigods. These are gods of the air. These are thousands and thousands of false spirits that have fell from mm. heaven a long time ago. And they're the prince power of the air right now. And they're roaming. And they're roaming all over mm-hmm. the earth. And they're deceiving everybody that falls under their spell. And the world is saying now. If Jesus Christ don't come, man will utterly destroy himself. And that's what he's doing today. He's destroying himself through drugs. He's destroying himself through prostitution. He's destroying himself through adultery. He's destroying himself through fornication. He's destroying himself from lying, cheating, backbiting. He's destroying himself with homosexuality. He's destroying himself with drugs. And the world is going in the hell in a handbasket. And nobody's concerned about what's going to happen after you die. But the Bible has already Amen. told us if you die without Jesus, if you die without Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, the one that come from Edom, with died garments on. I'm talking about the rose of Sharon and the lily of the valley and the bright and morning star. I'm talking about the one that came down from heaven and he called him the bread of life. I'm talking about the one that's at the water fountain called the living water. I'm talking about the one that was Nailed to the cross. I'm talking about the one that was beaten beyond recognition. I'm talking about the one that was stripped and spit upon. I'm talking about the one that hung on Calvary's cross and hollered out, My God, my God. My God, why hast thou forsaken me? I'm talking about the one that dropped his head between the locks of his shoulder and went down to the bowels of hell and set their captives free. I'm talking about the one that went down through the corridors of hell and paradise. And he, he brought up a new covenant. And his new covenant was the covenant with his blood. The covenant with Christ's blood. But this covenant that Isaiah's talking about is a covenant with the Antichrist. And he said, I'm going to put a stone, a foundation. Jesus Christ is the only foundation that the world has to rely on. And what the world is relying on? Everything but the tried stone. Everything but the sure foundation. Everything but the precious cornerstone. Everything but the sure foundation. And now we're living in a time now where Israel is getting ready to make this covenant with what? The Antichrist. And the Antichrist is going to be a man, a man, a human being. And this human being is alive now. Right now, brother, we are standing on a powder keg. The earth now is standing on a powder keg because pretty soon the world has been looking for a, a world leader. For the last 6,000 years, the first world leader that came on the scene was Nimrod. Nimrod ruled for a certain period of time in the 11th chapter of Genesis. He ruled for a little bit, and he ruled, 
and he ruled, and he decided to say, well, since I am God, since I am the creator, I'm going to build a tower to heaven. I'm going to go up into the clouds, into the stratosphere, to the ionosphere, to the binosphere. I'm going to reach on up to the zodiac, and I'm going to rule the world in one world government. And guess what? He tried, but he died. He tried. But he wasn't unsuccessful because God looked down from heaven and saw the wickedness of man. And he said, let us go down and confuse our language. And so what God did, he bust that covenant wide open. That covenant has mm. never stand and never will stand. And don't you know Satan got the gall enough, the gall enough. Come and on, he God. always done tried to build seven kingdoms. Seven kingdoms have been up on this earth. And every one of them went to hell. Right. Everyone. Who's that? Egypt tried it. The Assyrian, the Assyrian Empire, they tried it. The Babylonian Empire, they tried it. The Median Persian Empire, they tried it. The Grecian Empire, Alexander, they tried it. And the least of all, the Roman Empire, they tried it. And guess what? Every one of them went to hell. They don't exist today. But let me tell you something. Amen. They, they don't exist physically. But these same wicked spirits, Come these on, same God. entities, these same Nephilim, these same fallen angels, these same fallen angels that was called watchers, these giants, these giants that was born from an angel and the human race, they cohabitated together, and they brought forth children. And these children grew up to be giants, and they were very wicked because they was half angel and half human. And since mm. they was half human and half half uh, 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 angel, they were demonic. They cannot be saved. They cannot be redeemed because they come from the seed of Satan. And Satan got these angels now ruling the world, what, under the influence of wickedness. It's wicked. And the world don't believe they're wicked. It's wicked. Amen. What's wickedness? Wickedness is rebellion against the holiness of God Almighty. When you turn your back on Jesus Christ, when you turn your back on the sacrificial death of Jesus Christ, when you think you can go to church all your life, die and go to heaven, you're wrong. You can't go to heaven unless you've been born again. I don't care who you are. I don't care how long you've been in church. I don't care how much you've been singing. I don't care how much you've been giving your money. I don't care how much you've been talking your yang and your stuff. But let me tell you, if you reject Jesus Christ, your abode place is in hell. And in the Old Testament, the Old Testament rejected the law. In the New Testament, the men today are rejecting grace. And law could not save, but God took grace and reached back into the Old Testament and brought those that were under the law and gave them grace. Because if you don't believe me, check the graveyard now and check paradise and see where all the righteous went when they died. In the Old Testament, they went to paradise in the bowels of the earth. But what happened when Jesus Christ went down into the bowels of the earth and went to paradise? He went to hell, too, but he went to paradise. What happened after the resurrection of Jesus Christ? Every one of those righteous men 
that was in paradise, Jesus Christ said, after I'm being resurrected, I'm going to break you out of this paradise and set you in the presence of the paradise, which will be moved into the presence of God in heaven. Paradise is no longer in the bowels of the earth. Come on, Doc. Paradise now is in the presence of God Almighty. So when a saint dies today, good God Almighty. Come on, doctor. When a saint dies today, when a born-again believer dies today, they don't go to the bowels of the earth. God Almighty sends an angel down and captivates your soul and take you to paradise in the presence of God Almighty and set you up there. Why? Why are you able to do that? Why? Good God Almighty, I got to go back to the cross. It was the cross that brought the thief into paradise. Jesus Christ said, what, from this day forward, you shall be with me in paradise. When Christ Amen. died, he went down into hell and took those out of paradise and got that thief on the cross and said, let's go. I'm going to take you out of here. Why? Because you don't belong here. And the only reason you were there is because the blood of animals and turtle doves and goats could not take away sin. It took Jesus' blood. It took Jesus' blood to take away sin. It took Jesus' blood Amen. to cleanse you. And since I have died on Calvary's cross, and I have shed my blood, I have paid the penalty for sin, I have gave my life for the world, and the world is saying we don't want it. But the Bible says that you die without Christ, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The church age is almost over. I'm getting ready to leave up out of here. I got my I got my Savior. I got my redemptive plan. I, I'm no longer Amen. in jail. I'm been set free. And when I die, I ain't worried about going down in the earth, neat the earth. I'm going to meet Jesus Christ because God got an angel for me. Woo! He got an angel for you. He got an angel for all those that's been born again. When you leave this old world, and guess what? The angel's going to come and captivate your soul and take you in the presence of God. And guess what? Israel, Israel is getting ready to go to a war. And this war is what? This war is called the Rings of Fire. The Rings of Fire is going to be a war that's going to break out into World War III. Because after that war is over, another war is going to come. And this war is called Gog and Magog War. This is when Russia. This is when Russia comes down from the northern parts with five other nations, and he's going to make an attack upon Jerusalem. Why? Because this is the place in which Jesus Christ is going to rule and reign. This is the place in which God is going to set up his millennial kingdom. This is the place where uh, uh, men will be able to live a thousand years. This is the place in which before the millennium starts, God is going to put that old devil, old Belzebub, the old wicked one, going to bind him in what? The bowels of the earth, which is the bottomless pit. For what? A thousand years. A thousand years. Christ is going to rule on this earth. This earth is the Lord, and the devil ain't going to take it. The devil might have messed it up, but God can renew the heavens and earth. He can make it brand new, and that's what he's going to do. And the devil can't do nothing about it. No preacher can do anything about it. No scientist can do anything about it. God's going to do exactly what he did uh, uh, 10,000 years ago. And he said he was going to come the first time born in a manger, and he's coming back the second time in power and in great glory. You better believe it. Now, I'm saying that out of the love of my heart. You don't want to be left here 
And I'm getting ready to give it to the brother. Uh, you don't want to be left here. You don't want to be left here. I'm telling you now. You don't want to be left here. You don't. You don't. The blood of Jesus Christ comes and get the church. Because the church, the church is getting ready to go. I don't know about your church. Amen. You, know, you might think your church got a lot of time. You think you got a lot of time to slumber around and slobber on yourself and play play religion and play salvation and play love. But let me tell you, the, my church is getting ready to leave. And it's going to leave what? With power and great glory. It's going to leave with the blood of Jesus Christ. It's going to leave with people are filled with the Holy Ghost. It's going to leave with the people that have been redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ. And those that don't know Jesus Christ, let me tell you, those that don't know Jesus Christ, will be left here. And that's when the seven-year tribulation will come to pass. That's when the Antichrist is going to make a covenant with, uh, uh, with Israel, the covenant of death, and they're going to be revealed by God that this fake, false quack is going to be nobody but the <laughs> devil himself. The Amen. devil said, I want your soul. And the devil said, I'm going to get some souls. And the only way that he can get souls is the man and the human race says, I don't want Jesus Christ. That's the only way the devil can take your soul. He can't take it no other way. Amen. If you've been born, if you've been born again, watch the brother of the Lamb. The devil cannot take your soul. He can't touch your soul. But if you're not saved, he got your soul. And your soul said, am I right with you, Lord? Have I repented of my sin? Have I confessed my, my sins to Jesus Christ? Have, I, have my life been changed? Do I have the love of God in me? Amen. If you, can't answer, if you can't answer them questions with a yes, 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 you better check yourself. Because many in that day will say, Lord, Lord, oh, Lord. We have prayed in your name. We have preached in your name. We have cast our devils in your name. We have done wonderful, wonderful, wonderful miracle works in your name. And when they stand before the judgments of the nation, Jesus Christ is going to look on the left and look on the right. And on the left, he's going to say, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I don't even know you. In other words, you might know him by head knowledge, but do you know him by heart knowledge? Jesus Christ is only way, church. Get ready. Don't be playing around. This covenant is on its way. Go, brother. Take it away. Amen. Lord, have mercy, brother. Deep sermon. Good message. Amen. All glory be to the most high God. Amen. Brothers, a blessing to be here with you. Amen. I'll be here for a short moment. Amen. Thank you, brother. Thank you. God is good. Amen. Despite our trials and tribulation, God is good. Amen. He's going to take us. Amen. He's going to take us through it. Amen. 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 Don't remove the mountain, but give us the strength to climb it. Amen. 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 I want to call your attention, amen, to the book of Daniel. Amen. All right. My Bible. Hey, there it is. Grab my Bible. Amen. Awesome word. Amen. Going awesome forward. word. Amen. All the time, brother. All the time. God is good all the time. Amen. All the time he is good. To know. Amen, brother. Amen. We want the saints to know that we love you all. Amen. We are bringing this message today. 
It's Sunday. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers. Happy Father's Day, everybody. Amen. Happy Father's Day, everybody. Amen. It's a blessing to be here. It's a blessing to be a father. Blessing to be a mentor, a man of God. Amen. Leader. Amen. Leads his family. Amen. Amen. It's a blessing. Amen. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Awesome. Amen. I want to call your attention to Daniel, the seventh chapter, verses 13 and 14. Okay. Daniel 7. Amen. Daniel 7. Amen. 13 and 14. Amen. I want to read it to you. He says, I saw in the night visions, and behold, one like the Son of Man came with the clouds of heaven and came to the Ancient of Days, and they brought him near before him. And And there was given him dominion and glory. And a kingdom that all people, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which Ooh. shall not pass away. And on. his kingdom that which shall not be destroyed. Lord, Come have on, mercy. Preacher. Lord, have mercy. Mm-mm-mm. Good Lord. Good Lord. Lord, have mercy. All glory to, to the most high God. Thank him for that. Because this is our hope. As the saints, Paul talks about the hope of Christ returning to get the church. The church is saved. The, the, say, the saying salvation and being saved means something. Amen. We've been amen. talking about, amen, the Antichrist and how, uh, uh, how the, the children of Israel amen. And not only him, not only that, but, but mainly, mainly, of course, the scripture, the children of Israel made a covenant with death and hell. People make a covenant every day with death and hell. Like the brother said, he just explained. People make this covenant, and they say, oh, I don't want to serve God. They've been (laughs) been protesting this. Amen. They've been protesting this this gay pride of thousands out there in the street. I think it was in San Francisco or California. Yeah. San Francisco. Okay. Amen. After protesting the gay pride things that they had going, there has been a huge influx of um, just a lot, just a lot of events. Just just hours ago, they've been talking about um, the U.S. government has sent the um, kind of like a what do you call it? Um, it's kind of like an ambassador to China, uh-huh. and what they're trying to do, they're trying to prevent a war. The, yep. the handwriting's on the wall. Get this just wall. happened today. This is the events between China and America is rising. They said that one of the one of the military ships in China came within, I think, four, probably less than that. I think two football fields of of colliding with an American. Um, it's like a territory that they have over in that area that America right, has. Right. And the Chinese ship came within two football fields of it. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I've been on a ship, and that's that's pretty close. Amen. For that's two cool. big ships to come that close, that 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 says something. That speaks volumes. Um, uh, it's an utter sign of disrespect. It's a sign of I don't care who you are, what you think. China is on that right now. They're on that. Yes, they're they on one. They they are ready for war. When I tell you, man, I, I mean, and, and I know people, people are doing their best not to discuss this, not to talk about it. They want to ignore it like it's not real. Let me tell you something. 
Just because you ignore something don't mean it's not there. <laughs> just because you ignore your light bill don't mean it ain't. It don't mean that it ain't there. It's <laughs> still on, there. Amen. There. Amen. It, it's there. You know, just because you ignore somebody that's outside your house, that's walking around your house, sleeping around your house, don't mean they that don't mean they're not there. Amen. Amen. This is a this is a form of threat. China has sent out one well, now. I, I think about this. If this was a third world country, a little small country that was doing these things to America, America would have been in uh, been in launching an attack on these countries. China is a conglomerate company. I mean, not company. It's a conglomerate nation like America. It is now up there with Russia, the United Nations, which is Europe, the nations in Europe, and America. China's a very, very powerful. And in fact, they may be even secretly more powerful than all of these countries. Now, I'm not going to say all put right. together, but individually. They're probably more because let me, let me, you may say, well, no, no. Well, see, that's because you live in America. You have faith in America, and I get it. I live in America, too. I have faith in America, too. We celebrate America as well. We enjoy the good, and sometimes we have to take the bad along with it. My point is China has more manpower. China boasted over 20 years ago, back coming out of the 90s, uh, boasted over a 200 million man soldier unit. That's insane. That's more soldiers. You're not hearing what I'm saying. Trained, disciplined soldiers more than most people have in their nation. That's a lot of people. In fact, that's more than half. That's amen. That's more than half of the American population. I think the American population now, I think they said, used to be at 250 million. I think we had 270 million now. That's more than half of our whole entire nation. Come that's on. Including men, women, and children. They man that. So we don't know how many soldiers they have. Now, I'm quite sure it's still over 200 million soldiers. They definitely have the firepower because a country that boasts a billion people with an economy that they have. They, they definitely boast a, a, a military power. In other words, gunpower, tanks, planes, you name it. They have it. Trust me, they probably have more than what we have. They definitely have the technology because we know the yes, Asian sir. people have contributed a lot to technology over the last 40 to 50 years. Amen. We know that just dealing with Samsung TV, things like this from the Asian nations, they contributed a lot. To technology so they're very smart people in that aspect amen so in other words the point that I'm making overall is that this is not something to thumb your nose up at this is not something to ignore the fact come that on. China is putting up their fists to America and say come on if you if you're bad enough come on, <laughs> come on. that's basically what they're saying if you're bad enough come on they, they it's right. just a new team. they were just talking about how America now, America is reaching out to China. China ain't reaching out. America is reaching out to China to try to work something out. Do you really think deep down that China wants to work something out? No. I deeply don't think so. I think China is tired of America. In fact, I know for a fact there. I said this many years ago, and some of you may not even recall, but I, there, was a, there was a guy in the Asian nation. I don't, I don't know his role. I don't know if he was like some somewhere in government with, where uh, he was like a, a huge politician over there, and he spoke mm-hmm. out that the American dollar needs to go. He said, he said the American dollar no longer needs to be the main currency of the world, the, the number yeah. one currency yeah. of the world uh, 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 basically um, 
I guess, compare the dollar, you know, when it comes to who has the, the best dollar bill for them. In other words, the American dollar is not worth a dollar anymore. He's saying that the, I think it's called the yen. I think it's called. I think that's what their money is called, the yen, something like that. He said our money needs to be the new currency. And from there, the people above him, like the presidency, whoever's over the country, kind of quieted him down and said, hey, you know, just chill out for right now. And, yeah. and this, was, this was like around uh, somewhere between 2017, I would have to say, somewhere between 2017 and 2019 he said this. I remember this. It could have been early, but I remember this. I was like, wow, he's speaking volumes. And now you look, you fast forward within five or ten years later. I'm definitely for certain it's within ten years because it hasn't been that long for sure. Maybe more like seven to eight years, if that long, somewhere between five and seven years. But the point that I'm making is China's felt this way for a long time. Amen? They felt this way about America controlling the narrative is, is, is well over with. Amen. They look at us Amen. as oil. Um, we don't know how to control our money. We, all we do is party, have fun, and we're irresponsible. A lot of nations look at us like they look down on us, look, on our, look down on our educational system. So the fact, anyway, the fact that China is doing this, China is, is ready for war, pretty much. And they're saying yes, if we have to fire nuclear weapons, we will. My gosh, I mean, it's funny that the world is steady going on as if none of this is happening. Preachers in church, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that you should be concerned as a child of God because I'm not concerned, but I'm concerned for those who have not confessed with their mouth and believed in their heart, those that have not confessed the plan of salvation, those that are not studying God. Like the, like, like, like the brother said, you don't want to be here when the trumpet sounds. The red no, horse is going to ride. The Antichrist is going to come on the scene. Then after that, the red horse is going to ride. These wars will happen. World War Three will happen. Amen. My brother's been watching these old documentaries about uh, the world wars. And he said, you know what, bro? He told me just this past week. He's been watching them. He said the world wars, uh, the main two first two world wars, have consisted of the European nations. Well, brother, that's Bible prophecy. Of course it has. That's Bible prophecy. Yes, sir. Amen. And what do you Amen. think World War Three is going to consist of? It's going to consist of the Gentile nations. They are mainly going to be the main forces wielding behind at the World War Three. Another thing yes, is sir. these yes, little powers pretty much, yeah. amen, they pretty much control what? Come on. The main, the wealth of the world. Yes, sir. They control the wealth of the world. So that tells you who has sold out and who's mainly behind this Babylonian system that Satan is working with. He's working with these nations. This is Bible prophecy. This ain't got nothing to do with who's bigger, who's better, who's got money. Ain't got nothing to do with race. Ain't got nothing to do with any of that. It has something to do with Bible prophecy. The brothers have told you seven, seven kingdoms that have already fallen. Come on. Lord have mercy. And the last one that's going to fall is there's going to be this world kingdom under Lucifer. That is why I started out talking about the millennial reign, because it says over in the book of 1 Corinthians, the 15th chapter, Christ said it best. Amen. Let me go there real quick. Let me just show you some Go there. Go there. Let me show you what it said. Let me go where. What did I say it was? Corinthians. Amen. Amen. 1 Corinthians. Thank you. Amen. 15th chapter. There we go. First Corinthians, let me show you what he said. 
First Corinthians, and I'm going to start. Uh, uh, um, I'm going to start at verse 22. I'm going to read down to verse 25. Uh, verse 26. Verse 22 says, For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Amen. But every man is Amen. Christ the first fruits. Afterward, they that are Christ at his coming. Then cometh the end. Here it is. When he shall have delivered up the kingdom to God. There it is right there. Even the Father, when he shall have put down all rule and all authority and power. This is what the brother's talking about. He just told you that uh, 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 Lucifer is going to be locked away. What's going to happen? The beast is going to be cast to the lake of fire. The false yeah. prophet is going to be cast to the lake of fire forever, forever, yes, never to come out. Fire yeah. brimstone and smoke, they're going to burn. And you know what's the funny thing about it? They are the first two, as far as, far as we can see, that's going to be cast to the lake of fire. I don't believe that it mentions that the rest of like We know Lucifer is not going to be cast until after a thousand years. Then that right. means more likely he's not going to the fallen angels are going to follow him, the demons, and then the ungodly. Because we know in, in Revelation the twentieth chapter begins to judge the ungodly, those who have rejected God, rejected Christ. They're going to be cast through the lake of fire last. So you have the beast, the false prophet first. They're going to go right at the end of the tribulation. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Amen. They're not going to even get to go to hell. That, that you know that's so they're not gonna even get to go to hell. They're gonna go straight to the lake of fire. Then you got Lucifer. The brothers just said that Lucifer gotta be judged. The fallen angels, demons, amen. Then the ungodly and all Come on. be cast into the lake of fire. So this tells me that more likely the beast and the antichrist. Because you know they said the only thing, the only thing you cannot be forgiven of is blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. Yes, amen. But I don't, I don't ask that anybody ask for that. In other words, you don't know what it is. You don't need to know what it is. Amen. That's right. And we know that the beast and the false prophet is going to blast. They know they ain't, they ain't even get a judge because you blaspheme the Holy Spirit. That's it, brother. You can count it. You are definitely going to the lake of fire. You are done. You are cooked. Amen. <laughs> and I am yes, so right. well, like the brother said. Man, I am so glad I am saved. Y'all just don't know. I couldn't, brother. I've been just thinking about this for the law. I mean, since all this stuff has been going on for the past three years and such. I've just been thinking almost every day. I think to myself, what were they thinking? What caused Lucifer to rebel against God? He wasn't going to win. He caused all this pain and suffering. And the reason why I think about that every day is because I, when I'm, as I drive to work, I see car wrecks. Sometimes you see car wrecks. You see adults. All kinds of stuff. Yeah. All yeah. kinds of stuff. A man just got hit uh, not too far from where we live. He was walking down the street, across the street, coming out. I don't know where he was coming from. I think he was coming from the store, they said. A woman accidentally hit him and killed him. And you think about all this stuff, you just think about all this stuff is because of Lucifer. It's because of Lucifer. Because he wants to, want to be God. Yeah. He should have yeah. known better. He should have known better that he wasn't going to get to be God, but because he wanted to be God. And this is what, you know, this is what selfishness and pride gets you. And this is what's wrong with the world. The world got so much pride and so much selfish, and you don't know that you're working in evilness. You're working in evil. You're letting the devil yeah. control you and use you. This is so terrible. Amen. This is so terrible. You're letting the devil use you in this manner. Amen. Come on. And this is what made me bring up the millennial kingdom 
at the end of it all. Because what I read yesterday, what the brother read today, we know that, that, that people are sold out, sold out to death and hell. They got an agreement with death. Like he said, they want to die. I'm, uh, you yeah, think it's a joke when we say that people are not. Do you know that when these governments are talking about war, that's agreement with death. That's agreement with hell. In other words, they're saying at all costs, we don't care. It's like a person say, you won't disrespect me. If you disrespect me, I'll shoot and kill you. We're going to have a shootout. Well, you got an agreement with death and hell. When you talk like that and speak like that, you have an agreement with death and hell. You have made up your mind, this is what you're going to do. This is how I'm going out. Guns blazing. You know how many people have died in this world throughout the history with that mindset, guns blazing? And and we know thousands of years ago, people didn't have guns, but they had swords. They had knives. They had born arrows. They had weapons. They had clubs. This is the mentality of man since Cain slew Abel. At all costs, it's going to be my way because their pride got in the way. Got in the way. And here we are, 2023. Today, news just announced America is trying to resolve and trying to um, is trying to uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? They're trying to um, avoid. That's what the word I'm looking for. They're trying to avoid, avoid war. <laughs> world war. Amen. Thank you, brother. They're trying to avoid World War Three. Do you think if this was Africa that America be would be <laughs> going to Africa, sending an ambassador over there to talk to her? Do you think if this was Hawaii, or the Hawaii's part of America, if this was South America or or Kuwait or some little small Arabic nation that America would go over there and try to talk to? Them? No. But because America is afraid, that's the truth. You, you don't know why they're afraid. When you turn your back on God, and this Come is why I brought, brought up the gay pride thing, you let, you let this nonsense happen. It's in the school. Somebody was telling me the other day, talking about uh, how it's bad. They were talking about at the job, talking about how bad it is in the school, how they're allowing them. They had some, somebody was telling me, I don't know if it was you, brother, somebody telling me it that was uh, me. they got It was them. me. It was it you? It was me. told me yeah, that me. were gay, dressed up in demon costume at the school. At the school. But they got a problem with us teaching black history in the school. But you're going to allow these, excuse my land, but I got to say because it's making me upset, these punks and faggots to come into the school before our children and influence them in a demon costume to make matters worse. See, that's how you know that the world has an agreement. Not just the nation of Israel, but the, but the whole world has this agreement with death and hell. Yeah, but we know that. But we know that over in Isaiah, it was referring to the nation of Israel in the end time, in the tribulation, because they thought that the beast was going to protect them. Come on, come he on, protect you from. That's what that's what they thought. Oh, he's for us. No, he ain't for you. He ain't what you think he is. Amen. Amen. He's a liar. This is what. We, Amen. Amen. He's a liar. He's a liar and a deceiver. And this is what we're dealing with in our world today. And we have to wake up. If it takes What's us up? to continue to teach this until the trumpets blow, and like the brother said, sometimes we say things over and over. That's okay. Repetition is good. You know what this pastor said one time in the church? 
He said somebody said something about him. He said he preached the same thing. You know what he said? He said, I got to preach the same thing because y'all don't listen to me the first time. <laughs> and that's true. Amen. That's true. I got to say it again because you didn't hear me the first Because you're too busy eyeballing somebody across the church. You're too busy yeah. on your phone. Yeah. You're too busy dealing with the kids. You're too busy worrying about what you're going to do after church instead of listening to what I'm saying. So he know, and we can tell when people don't listen. We can feel it in the spirit. So the Spirit said, you know what, go back and tell them again. I know you told them three times. I know you told them five times. Tell them again. Tell them again. And I hate to repeat myself, but I know when it comes to church, teaching people in the church, they're the most hard-headed people on the planet. They are. They're hard-headed. <laughs> I haven't taught Sunday school for many years, and it just blows my mind that you can't reach your Sunday school subject. I'm asking you questions about the Bible. It's like, you read the Sunday school story, then you've been praying and interceding in the spirit. But these are the same folks that swore up in there that they love God. Swore up in there that they feel and sanctified with the Holy Spirit, but can't even interpret certain verses in the Bible. Come on. Can't even break down Sunday school. But they so feel with the Holy Spirit. But they, when they come to shouting and scooting across the floor, you can't beat them. Can't beat them. That's okay. Ain't nothing wrong with that. It's okay. But do you know the word of God? That's, that's the problem where we at today. People don't know the word of God. Don't know the People word not, of God. You're not picking up your Bible and studying to show thyself approved. God said he's no respect of a person. Amen. Yo, same thing right. I got, right. you can get it too. Amen. Same Amen. thing I got, you can get it too. If you if I get education, you can get an education. If if you got money, the other person can get money. Amen. God, God, hey, he raised on the just as well as the unjust. And it's definitely for his children. Amen. That's all I'm saying to you. But this is the thing that we're dealing with. We on the verge of World War Three. Yes, sir. And you, and you got preachers up here trying to sell popcorn balls. Having fish fries. <laughs> Come on, so you think I'm selling snow cones, brother? I'm serious. Selling snow cones, brother. How about you getting out here witnessing? You you out in the sun? You might well be out here telling folks about Christ getting ready to come back. Come on. But when you begin to have that conversation with with some of these preachers out here, they'll look at you cross eyed. They'll start tap dancing and and uh, uh, start tap dancing. In other words, they start trying to try to beat around the bush. They don't want to talk about that. No, no, they don't no. want to hear that because no. they don't know anything about it. They don't believe that's for us, brother. What do you mean? God Christ gave the book of Revelation to John the apostle, and John gave it to the seven churches in Asia Minor to give he to, to he gave to the seven angels, which is the leadership of the church, to tell who the people of God, the people who go to church. It is your duty to teach this. Thank ain't your job. To, to refrain from it and hide behind the uh, uh, the, the the pulpit and and dodge portions yeah, and yeah. run to the back and oh brother I taught you there oh brother that ain't for us and a preacher tell us that ain't for us that that's for a different time I said no it ain't oh man that was so the funniest thing ever I said what do you mean it ain't for us it's for a different time brother we are in the last days it is definitely for us if it's for anybody it's definitely for us. Right now. In this age, this wicked age that we in, you were talking about it ain't for us. And they are every time, every week, almost every day, my phone is now going off talking about kids are abducted over here in this town. Kids are abducted in this city. Kids over here abducted in this city. And they are uh, snatching up kids left and right. They said over in China, they said that the, the people are just disappearing. 
Grown people, yep. not just kids. Yep. They said grown people are disappearing over there in China. Man, what do you think this stuff is? Me and my brother was talking about that. I said, brother, and he was saying something. He said, have you noticed that every time after a war, nations become wealthier? They do. Because you want to know why? Yes, they do. It's human yes, do. sacrifice. That's why it's human. When you give the devil millions upon 10 million souls, don't you know the devil going to reward you? That's what he wants. Yes, he will. This stuff is called human sacrifice. It's just different than what it was two and three thousand years ago. Two and three thousand years ago, they would take you up to a volcano up a mountain and throw you over and sacrifice you to the gods. They would kill you up there on the mountaintops, cut you open, or leave you up there to freeze to death or die up there. They said that was a sacrifice to the gods. They take young virgins up somewhere and kill them. Today, it's done different. It's just done different. They they can't do that now. They can't take no young virgin or no no girls or no no kids out in public and do that now. The world will go nuts. They still doing it today. What do you think they do with them children? I hate to say, but what do you think they do with them kids? Come on, preacher. And, uh, and, and most days I'm driving up and down the street, and it's sad the stuff that I see. Little old bitty babies, less than five years old, just out, just one, wandering around. Lord, Jesus, Lord, I saw Jesus. a little girl the other day. I said, Lord have mercy. Look at this little old girl. The girl couldn't have been no more than 10. She hasn't been like seven or eight years old, probably at that, six or seven years old. Just out playing around the building. I'm talking about, I, I, I hope she, some somebody's watching. I hope this is bad. Then we wonder why kids yeah, are just yeah, snatched yeah. up. There's no way in the world. I'm going to let my kids, I'll watch my kids until they was almost in high school. I don't care if they outside my house, I'm watching, riding the bike. Come on, I don't care if I come out and sit on the porch. I don't know about you, but I just don't trust people like that. That's right. That's right. I'm watching, oh, and the smaller they were, you best believe the closer I was always with them. We at the park, mm. I'm at the park. I do whatever I got to do later. I'm at the park. Where are we going? Okay, we're going over here. We're going to the swimming pool. I'm watching them. Man, let me tell you, the devil don't sleep. He's running wickedness. I'm going to get returned over to the brother. He's running wickedness 24 7. 24 7. 24 7. 24 7. 24 7. That can see a nickel and a dime on the ground. So you mean to tell me that they don't know where these kids are at? They know where these kids Ooh. are at. They got satellites. That, they got satellites that do you know that they got satellites that are constantly recording every almost every portion of land where people live, twenty four seven. That's what servers are for. That's what computers are for. It's unlimited cloud space data. They can record if they want to record something from here to the next fifty years. They can. They know where these kids are at. They got satellites to watch the trucks. They got stuff, military got stuff that, that we that we that, that will blow your mind. Come on. This is a an evil, wicked Babylonian system that has yes, spanned yes, through is. seven kingdoms of the world. The yes, brother just Lord. said it. Amen. He just said, I'm gonna see if I can quote him, see if I can remember if I I heard him right. He <laughs> said, You got Egypt, Egypt, you got Assyria, you got Babylon. You got the Medo-Persian Empire. Yes, sir. Yes, you got the sir. Greek Empire. Then you have the yes, Roman sir. Empire. That's seven yes, kingdoms. Sir. This last kingdom is going to be the revived 
Roman Empire. Come on, it's sure. already here. It's yeah, already yeah. here. The palpable, well, the palpable just went underground, which is Rome, which was claimed to be the church, which is called the Catholic Church. And, and then you got these folks up here is crazy talking about they praise Mother Mary. I'm just like, boy, these folks is crazy. I ain't never read no other Bible. You can Google it. I've been reading Bible the Bible for you, but I ain't never seen nothing that says praise Mother Mary. But you got these folks that's hell bound and in the lake of fire bound talking about they praising Mother Mary. I'm talking about we got folks on our street. You go in front of the house, certain times of year they got they burning candles and they got this this little picture of Mary and supposedly yeah. Jesus. Supposedly, yeah. supposedly Mary. Supposed Jesus burning, and they got this stuff. When people die in their family, they got this stuff burning in their front yard. I said, Lord, I mean, these folks don't even know that that's, that's Babylonian worship. What that is, that's Nimrod and his mother. People don't even know that. Come on, come on. Evil, wickedness, running Wicked. rampant on the earth. Brother, I had some more scriptures to get into, but I'm going to go ahead and turn it back over to you. Go ahead, brother. I'm going to be That's listening right, to you. That's all right, brother. All right. Just hold in there. I may come back on with you. I take long. But uh, right, go I'm, ahead. I'm, I'm gonna come on back in there with you. Go ahead. Okay, come on back in. I, I need you now, brother, because what we're going to we're gonna get into a little, little, little revelation. We're going to jump over here to revelation at the, uh, uh, oh, let's go to the eighth chapter. Eighth chapter of revelation. Eighth get chapter. that. Eighth chapter of revelation. Eight chapter Revelation. Why is it? Why is it that people shun the trumpet? Why is it that the world shuns the trumpet? Whatever a trumpet is blown, what does it show? What does it represent? What do it bring forth? Well, we know the trumpet. Any time it's blown, it means awaken, awaken, come up out of your sleep. With Sleeping. Anytime a trumpet is blown in the army, it's either at taps or reveille, and they blow it loud. When it tells me, when they blow it in the morning, it means get up. Get up out of bed. It could be 5 o'clock in the morning. It could be 4.30 in the morning. It could be a 3 o'clock in the morning. But whenever that trumpet blows for reveille, that means move. Move. Don't lay around. Get ready because you're going for breakfast. And then after you're going for breakfast, you're going for training. And after training, you take a take about an hour break and you go back at it. And then when night comes, they 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 blow taps. When they blow Amen. taps, that means go to bed. Don't mean stay up. That means go to bed, go to sleep. Because when they blow that next trumpet, it's gonna be in the morning. And you better get up out of bed because you can get court martial if you don't get up. So come on, Doctor. In the Bible, in the Bible, trumpets are used all through the Bible. And any time a trumpet is blown, that means something is going to happen. Something is going on. And any time that people defy the trumpet and neglect the trumpet and play with the trumpet, you're living in dangerous ground. And the Amen. Bible also says there's a day coming when the trumpets will be blown. And when the trumpets are blown, it says something's going to happen when it is blown. And that is Apostle Paul wrote in the book of Thessalonians that there's going to be some trumpets blown for what? Rapture of the church. 
Get up. It's time to go. Move. He said, the trumpet shall sound, and Christ will descend from heaven with the shout. That's his voice, the trumpet. And the dead in Christ are going to do what? Get up. Good God Almighty. Woo. And it ain't. You ain't going to get up until the trumpet is blown. When the trumpet is blown, then there's going to be another trumpet. And the dead in Christ arise, and we that remain alive shall be Amen. caught up. Amen. Caught up means to be raptured. It's going to be a midnight cry. It's going to be a thief in the night. It's going to be a church robbery. Woo! The church is going to be robbed from the earth. Come the on, church God. is going to disappear. The body that you're living in now, whether you're 30 years old, 40 years old, 50 years old, or 90 years old, that body that you're living in now is worn and torn. Come it's on. depreciated every day. It's Come a on. body of flesh. It's a body made out of the clay. It's a body that God prepared for you as this little earthly tabernacle. But there's a day coming, guess what? When the trumpet blows, when the trumpet blows, you will find this trumpet blown in Corinthians, the 15th verse, uh, I think 15th chapter, around the 51st verse. He said, let me show you a mystery. He said, let me show you a mystery. There is a mystery of the rapture. But at the same time, the trumpet has to blow before the rapture can occur. So now we're living in trumpet territory. Why in the world, why in the world, in the last 6,000 years, why in the last 80 years, of all the presidents, Lord have mercy, all the presidents we ever, ever had was never named Trump. Why in the world we're living in the end time, we're living in the last day, we're living in just before the trumps of God blow, we're living in a time where we're under president election, we're living in a time where the last president has already been president for four years, that was the first Trump that came. And then now we're living in a latter part of the same same decade. Trump is still talking about running for president. That's the second trumpet. And this trumpet is a sign. God, God is working with my mind. He's working with my spirit. This is the last time and the last Trump that will ever run again, whether he make it or he don't make it. His name is Trump. And it rhymes with trumpet in the Bible. And now we're in the book of Revelation. Almost there. We're almost there. We're in the third chapter now. And the third chapter ends up with Laocidia. And in the next chapter, good God Almighty. Let me show you something. Ooh, hold on. Don't, don't move where you were. Don't move where you were. In the fourth chapter, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens in the fourth chapter of book of Revelation. Woo, the baddest book in the Bible, the most devastating book in the Bible. It's called The Judgment, The Revelation of Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Listen to what happens in the fourth chapter and see, and see what happens. It says, and John said, and after this I looked, and behold, a door was opened in heaven. A porter was opened in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was it was a what? A trumpet 
talking with me, which said, come up hither, and I will show you things which must be hereafter. After what? Hereafter means hereafter the church is, is, is raptured up. What's going to happen after the church? He says, immediately I was in the spirit. When the trumpet blow, John said I was in the spirit. And behold, a throne was set in heaven and one set on the throne. Don't you know what that's telling you? That's telling you the rapture of the church has happened in the fourth chapter of Revelation. I bet you. I know it. I can see it. I can feel it. Because number one, a trumpet blew. When the trumpet blow, look out. Go to Jericho. When they blew that trumpet and walked around the walls for seven days and blew the trumpet seven times, and on the seventh day, they all blew it at the same time, and guess what? Jericho wall fell down. And when the trumps of God sound for the church, guess what? This old earthly body, this old body of clay is going to do what? This body of clay is going to be changed in a moment of a twinkling of an eye, and the day that Christ shall rise, and we shall, we shall be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. And in the book of Revelation, at the what? At the eighth chapter. Listen what happens when the trumps of God blow. In the book of Revelation, at the eighth chapter, see what happens. It says, and the first angel sounded the first trumpet. Judgment. And there followed hail, fire, mingled with blood, and they were cast up on the earth. This is literally will be a fulfillment of the prophecy in the book of Joel. This is similar to the seventh plague up on Egypt. And a third part of the trees were burned up, and all the grass was burned up. Probably refers to the third part of the Mediterranean Sea. Area being affected, even though all of this will affect the entire of the earth, as would obviously the great consecration will be in the Middle East. That was the first trumpet. And the third part of the trees were burned up, and all the grass was burned up. Second trumpet, this is what happened. The second angel sounded, and it was a great mountain burning with fire, was cast into the sea. More than likely, this would be a great meteorite will fall into the Mediterranean Sea, and the third part of the sea became blood, blood, similar to that which is t- taking place in Egypt. And the third part of the creatures which were in the sea and had life died. The third part of the ships were destroyed. And it says the third effect was a meteorite or by what manner God has chosen to do this. Third trumpet. The third angel sounded a trumpet and a star fell from heaven, burning as a lamp. And it fell to the third part of the rivers and upon the fountains of waters. And the name of the star is called Woodworm. And the third part of the waters became woodworm. And many men died of the waters because they were made bitter. This is a meteorite. They say, they, they say now in NASA, they already see a meteorite headed towards this way. And this meteorite will actually hit the sea. 
And when it hit the sea, it will make the water bitter. Bitter. So bitter that nobody will be able to drink it and live. These are trumpets blowing. And behold, I heard a through the midst of the heavens saying with a loud voice, Woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth by the reason of the other voices of the trumpets and of the three angels which are yet to sound. Three woes meant to correspond with three remaining trumpets of judgment. The ninth chapter runs over, trumpets run over to the ninth chapter, and it says, and the fifth angel sounded. What did he sound? The trumpet. And I saw a star from heaven unto the earth. This may be Satan. I believe God's going to give permission to Satan to open. Let's see what he's going to open up. He said, and to and to the and to his and to him, so that's a personal was given a key of what a bottomless pit, and he Satan opened the bottomless pit, Come and on, there God. arose a smoke out of the pit, and as the smoke of a great furnace, and the sun and the air were darkened by the reason of the smoke of the pit. This this will happen in the first three and one half years. In the first three and one half years of the tribulation period, an uh, angel is going to open the bottomless pit, and, and when it come out, smoke going to come out. And it said, and there came out of the smoke locusts upon the earth, and unto them was given power as the scorpions of the earth have power. And it was commanded to them that they would should not hurt the grass of the earth, neither any green thing, neither any tree. But only those men which have not the seal of God in their foreheads. Now, what is what are, what are these people that will have the seal of God in their foreheads? Will it be the church? Will it be the tribulation saints? Would it be some kind of denominationalism? No, no. These ones that have the seal of God on their foreheads will be the 144,000 Jews that will be preaching for what? Preaching for the first three and one half years to a dying world, making Amen. its last effort to preach the gospel to all the world and to those that have not really heard it, for those that have not really understood it, for those that have the uh, 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 the yearn to know the truth, they're going to preach the gospel for three and one half years. At the same time, these scorpions, these scorpions, which are demons, fallen angels, will be able to come out of this bottomless pit and see what they're going to do. And to them was given the given that they should not kill them, but they should be tormented five months. And their torment was as the torment of a scorpion, which he striketh the man. And in those days, in those days, men seek death and shall not find it and shall desire to die, and death shall flee from 
them. This is an invasion out of the bottomless pit, which this thing is already in, in, in power right now. It's called CERN, CERN, C-E-R-N. It's found in Newfoundland. It's found over there in Western Europe. They are experimenting, listen, they are experimenting with a portal, a portal. They are trying to open a portal up. And they're in process of working on this thing for the last, I believe, 17 years. They've been working on this portal, trying to open it up. Because behind that, there is dark matter. This dark matter is evil spirits. It's a matter. It can fly through the air. It can it, it can fly through walls. It can clam walls. It can it can deviate itself. It can change direction in a in a split second. These are demonic scorpions will be set loose upon the earth. When they're set loose upon the earth, they cannot come oh, up on the earth until the trumpets are blown. It can't come there because the trumpets have not been blown. The only trumpet that's not been blown is the trumpet of the rapture. And that trumpet has to be blown first before the other seven trumpets are blown because the church will be excluded from judgment upon the earth that's coming up on the wicked and the depraved human race because they refuse to receive the what? The dying love. Lord, have mercy. The dying love. And the glorious resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, they prefer to reject the love of God and serve Lucifer. And so God said, if you're going to serve Lucifer, I'm going to send you Lucifer's servants. And the, the, the Lucifer servants are these wicked, diabolical, scorpions, demons that will sting men that want to die and can't die. And these, let me tell you something, these, these spirits are working today because there's a whole influx of suicidal tendency more than ever in the human race right now. People are committing suicide. Why? Because they are hopelessness. They're walking in hopelessness. They have nothing to hope for. They done, they done ran out of their money. They done ran out of their lustful desire. And so now they're willing to do what? They're willing to take a gun and blow their brains out. They're willing to get on top of a building and jump off a building. They're willing to kill the mama, the daddy, and the sister. They pick a gun and shoot themselves because they said, it ain't no use for me to let nobody else live if I don't want to live. The reason why? Because demons are in the operation now arising of, of, of suicide. I'm talking about from five years old to 20 years old to 15 years old to 30, 40, 50 years old. Suicidal is up. And let me tell you, you can't watch everybody every day. You don't know what nobody's thinking. You can look at a man, he can be smiling, and the next time you turn around, he done jumped off a building. Good God Almighty. And the reason why, because the man today, the women today, the, the, the children today, the rebellion against the Almighty God. And if God is not in your life, if God is not working in your life, if God is not uh, 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 moving up on your soul to tell you, 
that you need a Savior, and if you reject the Savior, you don't have nobody else to go to. And you can't go to Satan because he's already got you. The only one you can go to is the one that brought life into the world. And when he brought life, he brought himself in here first. And then he gave his life up that we can have life. And since he can have life, well, men today is rejecting this life. And every time you turn around, somebody done shot somebody. Somebody done raped somebody. Somebody done killed somebody. Somebody done overdosed. Somebody done did everything according to their own will. And they say, well, how long, how long, how long will it go on? Well, if you look in the book of Revelation, I've seen in the 10th chapter, I've seen an angel come down out of heaven with a little book in his hand. And he had a book in his hand, and he put one foot on the land and one on the sea. And he looked toward heaven and swear to him that sitteth on the throne and said, time. Time that now shall be no longer. Yeah. Let me tell you, church, it's almost over. Let me tell you, Deacon, it's almost over. Let me tell you, Mr. Mailman, it's almost over. Let me tell you, rock star, it's almost over. Let me tell you, football player, the postman, it's almost over. Let me tell you, married man, it's almost over. Let me tell you, the pimp daddy, it's almost over. Let me tell you, the billionaire, it's almost over. Let me tell you, the whores and the prostitutes that don't believe that this God I'm talking about loves you so much that he's willing enough to give his son, and then you turn around and say, I don't want it. But the trumpet is going to blow, and when it blows, I'll tell you one thing about it. I won't be here because I'm going to hear that trumpet. I'm going to hear that trumpet. And the trumpet is going to be the voice of Jesus Christ. And this is this is the angels that I'm talking about. Uh, uh, it says in the seventh verse, and the shapes of these locusts were like horses prepared to enter battle, and on their heads as it was a crown of gold, and the faces were the face of men. And they had long hair, uh, 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 as it was women, and their teeth, and, and the teeth of lion. And he said, and they had breastplates, as it were breastplate of iron, and the sound of their wings, and listen, was the sound of chariots, and many horses running to battle. And they had a tail. They had a tail like unto a scorpion and that they were sting in their tail and the power was to hurt men. They were to hurt men for five months. They were sting men. They were possessed men. They Amen. would take possession of the bodies. And when they take possession of the body, it's gonna get so bad that people are gonna to wanna to die. They're going to want to jump off a building. you talking about suicide. Ooh-wee. They ain't going to be able to cover them all. They ain't going to be able to take them. They're going to, they're going to be reporting. Somebody just jumped off a building. Somebody just jumped in the river. Somebody just ran. Amen. 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 What's going on? What's going on? What are these things? These things are the judgment of God Almighty. Right. That's right. This is the wrath of God Almighty. Why is he doing this to the human race? No, the human race is doing it to itself. Amen. You ask Amen. for it. You desire to have it. You desire to serve the devil. You desire to worship him. You desire to bow down to him. You desire to do his work. Mm. You desire to stay in sin. You desire to do all this. And God said, if you desire to do that, then I have to let you go and let these scorpions teach you a lesson. And this is gonna last. This is gonna last five months. And when do locusts come out? 
Locusts come out in May. When did they go back in to recession? They go back in five months later. What's five months after May, June, July, August, September? That's five months. They go back into remission. So God is going to let them loose. Then he's going to bind them up again. And the reason why, because he wanted to man to feel the sting of pain and the sting of sin. Sin hurts. Sin destroys. Amen. Sin destroys people. A beautiful woman, woo, with all the features she got, can destroy you. Cigarette smoke Amen. can destroy you. Lying can destroy you. Homosexuality can destroy. Oh, people, it's pleasure for a lot of people now. It's pleasure. And that's how the devil gets you. He gets you in pleasure. It feels good. It tastes good. It looks good. It's good for me. But after it's all over, see what cigarettes do to your lungs. See what homosexuals do to your body. It gives you AIDS. It gives you coronavirus. I don't know. It, it, it can give you anything. And it, it gives you HIV. It gives you uh, 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 real. it gives you syphilis, it gives you commitment, it gives you all that, and after that, it gnaws and eats your body up. And they tell me in the medical field, it's almost impossible to find a cure for all these diseases breaking out. Because when well, sin gets through with you, it'll eat you up. And folks have been eaten up in the church, they'll be eaten up on the street corners, they'll be eaten up in prison. Why? The devil got them so bound, wrapped up in demonic, demonic witchcraft, voodoo, and, and, and homosexuality, and drug taking, and in wife swapping. All this stuff will eat your soul up until God says in Romans 1 and 17, if you continue on in a Continue in homosexuality and continue in lesbianism and continue on. He said, I'll give you up. God said that. I didn't say it. He said, I'll give you up to a reprobate mind. Amen. And you know what's happening? The reprobate mind is a purity in our society because people are joining the homosexual like mad. They're going more homosexual than they are saved folks. That's right. Come on, doctor. They get, they get, they get. Homosexuality is winning folks to homosexuality more than some of these Christians call, call them Christians a winning soul for Christ in the church. They set up in the church with their self-righteous self, thinking they're going to heaven because they're good looking, thinking they're going to heaven because they pay their tithes, thinking they're, heaven, they're going to heaven because of your mama and your dad. You ain't going to heaven over that. That ain't going to get you to heaven. Jesus Christ. Great. Jesus Christ is the only one that can get you to heaven, and then you've got to repent of your sins, of your low-down, dirty, rotten, conniving, unbelieving, devastating sins that you have committed against a holy, righteous God. And oh, God is so holy that he can't even look upon sin. And if you got sin in your soul, and if you are separated from God, God don't see you. He sees your sin until you come to Jesus Christ where he can take your sins away and wash them away and forget them in the sea and forgive them. Guess what? If you have been washed in the blood and redeemed by his redemptive flow, guess what? You're going to die, and you're going to go to hell. And you're going to go to hell. So why would you? Why would you want to throw rocks at me and throw rocks at the brother? 
Brother Tim Jackson and say we have lost our mind. I ain't lost my mind. I got a good sound mind in Christ. And Christ is my sound mind. Amen. And Jesus Christ already told the whole world, no man can get to my father except he come by me. You ain't going by Jehovah. You ain't going by Jehovah Witness. You ain't going by the Baptist. You ain't going by the Presbyterian. You ain't going by no form of religion or denomination or cult religion. You're not going to hell and period. I put another period out for that and then another period out for that. Jesus told Nicodemus, you must be born again. My friends, you need a new birth. You need to be spurned. Come on now. You need to be spurned by the Holy Ghost. And when, you, and when you are spurned by the Holy Ghost, guess what? You start moving. Oh, yes, you do. You start moving. Amen. And when God saved your soul, you start moving. When God spurned me with the Holy Ghost at nine years old, I was moving. I started moving. And I got up in the age and stuff, kept on going. I kept on moving. Called me into the ministry at the age of 21, and now I'm moving. And when I'm moving, Amen. that means that sperm that was baptized with the Holy Ghost, that's my sperm. I was, I was born again, and ever since then, I've been on the battlefield tell, trying to tell the world. I, I, only way I can tell the world is through Internet. Because a brother cannot get behind the pulpit no more. I can't get behind the pulpit no more. The preachers won't call a, 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 a Holy Ghost-filled, baptized Genesis Revelation man into the house and let the people be taught and preached to what God has given him through the Word. They don't want to hear that. The Word don't want to hear about Revelation no more. And by that, guess what? They're slobbering on themselves. They're lukewarm. Amen. They ain't even hot. They ain't even cold. Jesus Christ said, you ain't neither one. You're just lukewarm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to vomit you up. I'm going to remove the candlestick from the churches if they don't repent. And there's only two churches in the book of Revelation that they were doing the will of God. And that was the church of Samaritan and the church of Philadelphia. Philadelphia. The Brotherhood church that was spreading the gospel around the world and the church of Smyrna, which was a persecuted church. And there's a time coming when the church will be gone. There's going to be a great persecution upon the earth. And now we're living in that time. We're living in that time where the trumps are getting ready to be blown. And nothing can be done until the trump blows. And that trumpet is going to be awesome. It's going to be unique. It's going to be so devastating that they tell me the people are going to actually, some people are going to actually lose their mind, and a lot of people are going to be deceived. But thank God, and I'm getting ready to give it over to the brother. Amen. I, I thank you for holding out. Woo, I thank you so much, brother, for holding out, because I want to hear you say Amen. the last word. And the last word I want to say is that these 144,000 will take the place of the church, the body of Christ will be excommunicated, uh, ex-transported to the portals of glory. And there we will be judged for the works that we have done here on earth. And while there won't be nobody down here to finish the gospel, but God said, I got something for the world. I got something for the world. I got a hundred. 
44,000 evangelist men, young men that will Amen. be able to carry the gospel of the kingdom for three and one half years. You better bet your boots on that. And I'm not a, I'm not a gambling man. And I ain't never been to Las Vegas. But I tell you one thing, if I was to put my my bet on the table, I bet you the world is going to hear the gospel through the Jewish people. And that would be 144,000. And when the 144,000 get through, God said, I got two dynamites in the last part of the civilization. I got two dynamites, short fuse. It ain't gonna be no. It ain't gonna be a long time. They're gonna blow up. <laughs> what they gonna blow up? They're gonna blow up sin. They're gonna blow up everything that's not like God. And they're gonna preach for three and one half years. They're gonna preach so long that the world is gonna stop their ears up mm. and tell God we don't want to hear it. They're gonna try to cuss out the two prophets. They're going to try to kill the two prophets, but they won't be able to kill them until the end of the three and one half years because it's going to be televised, what, around, get God Almighty, around 25,000 miles. The Earth's circumference is 25,000 miles. There's 600 satellites in the heavens, and this is going to be beamed up to heaven and then beamed back down to Earth to the four corners of the earth, and the whole world is going to see it on TikTok. They're going to see it on Twitters. They're going to see it on YouTube. They're going to see it on every YouTube that they got. Amen. These two witnesses, and they are going to be a witness before the end of time. And you say, brother, well, who are the two witnesses? And I'm going to give it to the brother. Amen. The two witnesses are... Brother Moses and Brother Elijah. Amen. They're coming back. They're coming back, brother. You better believe your sweet boots. They are coming back. They're going to stand right at the holy temple where the temple is going to be built. They're going to stand right there, and they are going to be televised in New York Town Square. The big screen TV set is going to be in New York City, Los Angeles, Whatever big city got one, they are going to televise because CBN, NBC, ABC, whoo, all those TV stations and internet, they're going to be beaming in. They're going to be people going to be going over in Jerusalem. The newsman is going to be traveling in Jerusalem to get this wonderful gospel mm. televised to the world because God said, "I'm going to give you a witness." And then the Lord going to say this. He said, I'm going to send three angels. I'm going to send three angels to fly around the world and preach the everlasting gospel. And that will be doing the latter part of the tribulation period. So don't worry about these UFOs. They are flying entities. And don't worry about the angels because they are flying spirits. These angels are going to be a witness because that's going to be the last witnesses before Christ busts the sky open. And when he comes back, when he comes back, he's coming back with the church and rule and reign 
in Jerusalem for a thousand years. Bless Amen. Lord, go ahead and walk with it, doctor. Amen. All glory be to the most high God. Amen. Amen. Bless your name. Bless thankful your name. for this opportunity. Thankful to the most high God. We appreciate Brother Oliver, amen, his team, for allowing us to be on the air. Amen. We thank the most high God for allowing this platform. This opportunity to speak the gospel, amen. It's a beautiful thing to preach. We have the most important job in the whole sphere of this world, world. amen. Amen, amen. We we have a bigger responsibility than the president, than governors, than kings, than queens. We have the the biggest responsibility, amen. We have the biggest responsibility of the world. We as the men and women of the most high God, it is our job to save men's souls, amen. And what I want to do at this hour, amen, I want to take the time, I'm going to give back to the brother. I want to take the time. No, you go ahead. You take it on in, brother. You take it on in. Amen. I want to call your attention, amen, to Romans. You know where I'm going. Romans, the 10th chapter. I know where you're going. Amen. Verses 9 and 10. We have to do it. Amen. We have to let you know we can't preach such a good word. Amen. And not uh, put the icing on the cake. Amen. We want you to know how to get into the kingdom. If you want to just, if you want to miss the great tribulation, if you want to escape, amen, that's what I was looking for. If you want to escape this tragic that's coming to this planet, Daniel and Christ, amen, it was stated again, amen, I believe it was over in the book either of Isaiah or Ezekiel, said there was no other time like it on this planet. That's Daniel. Yeah, it's the book of Daniel. The book of Daniel, amen, the book of Matthew, amen, but there was also another book that mentioned. I'm about to find it. And if I'm no, not going to say there's another book. Uh-huh. But it said that there's, there will be no other time like it. Amen. On the amen. face of this planet. That's what it said. In other words, like the brother said, you think, and the most blessed thing about it that I love about it, when the trumpets blow, God's going to take the children out of the world. That's such a blessed thing. Because you can only imagine with Satan and the beasts on on this planet what they would do to children. They already don't care now. They're already doing things in secrecy. But I'm telling you right now, you think sex trafficking is bad? You think prostitution is bad? You think drug dealing? They say it right now. I think that drug is called fentanyl. It is the highest killer in this country. Drug, the, the, the drug is killing the most people under the age of 50 is fentanyl. People are dying left and right. And I told you this years ago about actually now, be six, six or seven years ago, this guy that moved, he moved here from, uh, I think he was from Pennsylvania. He was telling me, he said, man, the the town, the city he came from, he said so many people dying from that, like the brother said, from depression. They get high. They, they want to commit suicide. He said it was so many people dying from that that the Moors had bodies just sitting outside the Moors. That's how long it's taking them to process the bodies, get the bodies in, and know how they have to fix the bodies up, get them prepared for a funeral. He said bodies were stacked outside. I said, you got to be lying. He said, no. He said, man, people are dying from that. He said, this epidemic of fentanyl is real. He yeah. said, take this stuff for a joke. This is no joke I heard. Lucifer wants souls. He knows his time is almost up. And if you notice, the Bible talks about uh, everything, knowledge being increased, man running to and fro. But you know, people yeah. are dying at a higher rate. 
than ever. People die at a higher rate now probably any other time in the history of mankind. Come on. That's real. People are dying by a no, an, an incredible number every day. Every day. I guarantee you between now and last month, from the beginning of May to now, I guarantee you we're probably looking at over a million to probably two million people in the world have passed away. That's a lot of people. That's you a lot think of people. about every day. Amen. That's a lot of people. You think about every day they say, I think they say it's like in the hundreds of thousands every day, the number of people that die. Every single day, 150,000. And I'm going to Google it here in a minute. But I know, I know a while back, years ago, I Googled it. I said, how many people die in a day? And they said something like it was like 100,000, like 150,000 to like 200,000. That's a lot of people. Ooh, you don't think it is. a lot of people. That's a lot of people because you don't know 200,000. I don't know 200,000. I don't even know 2,000 people. I probably do throughout my life or more. But I'm saying you barely know maybe five or 10,000 10, people personally. And some people don't even know that many people. Amen. Some people say Amen. I probably know 200 to 500 people. That's just being real. You know. And we're not talking about 2,000 people dying a day. You're talking possibly 200,000 people leaving this planet every single day. Every day. Lord, have mercy. How many? That is a lot of people dying and leaving this planet. A yeah. lot. And the devil won't souls. He won't souls. And this is what it's about. Lord have mercy. And so what we want to do, we want to take this time to let you know the way, the plan of salvation. The plan of salvation if you confess with your mouth, Romans 9, Romans 10, I'm sorry, Romans 10. 10 and 9. 9. Amen. Amen, brother. Amen. Amen. This is what it says online. It says nearly 150,000 people die per day worldwide. 150,000. So it's still the same. Here's one that says an estimated 290,000. Amen. It just depends, amen. But this one says 150,000. Lord have mercy. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people, man. 50,000 is a lot of people. Yes, it is. So so you think about the responsibility of death. And in the book of Revelation, the sixth child, it says, he's the judge, he saw the rider death. And hell followed behind Boom. him. Now, out of 150,000 souls, with all the people that carry on the nonsense in the world, that reject Christ, do all this, just like the book said, do all this, these things that's against God. I wonder, out of 150,000 people, how many of those souls will say, Come on, preacher. Lord, have mercy. Figure it out. Yeah. Amen. And you Figure think about the church. You think about the church. You take 100% of the people who attend church. According to the book of Revelation, two churches out of five were found worthy. You do the math on that, that's less than 30%. So you say, oh, you can't use that. Yes, you can because it's in the Bible. You can use that. This is the, 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 the Revelation, when it talks about the seven churches, it's talking about the church age throughout the two, last 2,000 years of Christ. So you average that even in today's time, you're talking about less than 30% of the people in the church is actually saved. That's not even half the people who go to church is saved. That's sad. That's sad. Come on, preacher. It is sad. 
Because when you got preachers that are scared to preach out of revelation, we got preachers who 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 say you know say certain things, but they're not living up to who they are, who who they say they are. Lord have mercy. Have mercy. That's the church is less than thirty percent. Can you imagine it if you say, uh, out of how many believers or how many people who who, who go to church out of one hundred fifty thousand die a day? I guarantee you're probably looking at probably less than ten to twenty percent. Lord, maybe thirty percent, maybe thirty percent of that number, maybe. And then you got to take out that thirty percent, which would be a hundred percent of the thirty percent. Only less than thirty percent of that is saved. That's a very low number. That's in the low thousand. That's saved. Yes, that's, that's a low number. That's a low number. And all, and Satan is just getting all these souls. To go to hell. Let me read Romans 10, 9, and 10. Because if you go want to be ahead, saved, let me see go what ahead, you got to do. It says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Yeshua, and shalt believe in thy heart that Yahweh hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Lord, have mercy. Look at that. God is taking the hard part out of the equation. He said, you just believe in me, I'll save your soul. From a dying hell, from everlasting I'm so grateful today for my salvation. I hope that you join me if you hadn't already. I hope that you join Elder Bazaar if you hadn't already. Join us in salvation. Join us in this fight against the kingdom of evil, against the kingdom of Satan. Amen? Join the good fight. Amen. Join the good fight. Tell somebody about Christ today. Tell them about Christ tomorrow. Lord, have mercy, because the time have is mercy, almost Jesus. up. Have mercy. And we're grateful, grateful for this opportunity called life. But don't take it for granted, because there is another side. Yes, it is. When you yes, die, it is. amen, when you die, you will go somewhere. Amen. Your soul yes, will God. go somewhere. You're going to either go to hell or you're going to go to heaven. You got to go yes, somewhere. Come on, preacher. Come on, preacher. It is proof that when you die, there is existence. For instance, let me give you a good example. The best example that I use of that is when you go to go sleep. Ahead. Did you know when you go to sleep, your mind don't stop? Your mind never rests? Amen. Your That's body right. sleeps, but your mind is your soul. Your soul ain't sleep. The soul never sleeps. It don't need to sleep. <laughs> That's why Go you ahead. dream. Come on now. That's Come why on. you dream. That's why sometimes you toss and turn at night and you go awake. Because your soul is not at rest. Your soul never sleeps. It don't need to sleep. But sometimes the soul could be at unrest, meaning that it's things on your mind, things that you may be dealing with. Maybe it's God dealing with your soul waking up in the middle of the night. Maybe you need to pray to God. Maybe you need to talk to God. God said, I'll give your soul rest. But when you go to heaven, your soul will be resting before God, just like a baby. Sleep. Your body Sleep. be out there in the graveyard in the dirt. That's where your body is. Your body is sitting out there in the, in, the, in the casket. Your soul is resting before God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Come on, For now. your grace Come and on. your mercy. Paul said to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Ask somebody trying to tell me, no, brother, when we die, uh, um, no, you, you, <laughs> you, you, you just, it, it's just nothing. What do you mean it's just <laughs> nothing, brother? No. No, and what the Bible said, Paul said to himself, he said to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. 
What he said is that your soul goes back to God. Your soul belongs to God, especially when you're a believer. Your soul belongs to God. You ain't in your soul ain't after the dirt. It ain't after with the body. That's why when the trumpets blow, amen, your soul gonna come back to your body. It's your body gonna get a new, you're gonna get a brand new body. Come on, preacher. This pain that we deal with, the stress, the heart, none of this is gonna matter when Christ comes back. Come on, preacher. You're not gonna care about your bills. You're not gonna care about your job and your degrees and your cars and your money in the bank. You can't do nothing with that when you die. Naked you can with the world naked up. shall you leave. Come on. That, that, that metaphor is both spiritual and natural. Amen? Otherwise, Amen. when you came to your mother's womb, you didn't have nothing with you. You wouldn't hold no gold key or no silver spoon. You didn't have on, none man. of that nonsense. When you, when you came to the world, your, your parents may have had money, but it don't matter because you still came to this world naked with nothing. You didn't come in yeah. with nothing. You were just born into some money. But when you die, you won't take nothing with you in this world. Nothing with you. Amen. Well, Only man, what brother. you do for Christ. That's what, that's what the Bible says. Only what you do for Christ shall last. That's yeah. it. Only what you do for Christ. In other words, the works that you have worked on this earth for God, for Christ, they're going to be brought up. If you are saved, they're going to be brought up again at the great white throne judgment. Lord have mercy. The great white throne judgment. Amen. I mean the the bama seat. The bama seat. The bama seat. That, bama that's seat. for that's for the saints. The bama seat. The great white yes, throne sir. is for those who didn't believe, who rejected Christ. That's right. Wicked. Amen. If you reject Christ, you will be at the great white throne judgment. And I pray that you don't make it there. No. No. You know how many people no. die? And go to hell every no. single day. People who laugh no. at God, who scoffed at God, oh, that ain't real. I saw somebody post something the other day on the internet talking about, oh, that's a that's a fairy tale. That's a made up. Somebody said it's a made up fairy tale. Somebody made that up. I said, Lord, have mercy. I would hate for that person to die tonight, tomorrow, next week with that mindset, and find out in hell. That God is real. That that's the God worst time real. to find out that God is real is when you inhale. That's the worst time to find out because you want to know why? It's too late. Too late. Ain't no coming back. You don't get a chance and opportunity to say, Lord, let me go back and do it again. God, let me go back and tell my brothers and sisters and my friends and my parents and my loved ones, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your husband, your wife, don't come here. It's people in hell right now is praying and hoping and wishing that their loved ones don't come now. Hell is not a place of fun. It's a place of torment. Demons and evil spirits that have been around in existence for thousands, not years, not hundreds, yes. for thousands of years, yes. waiting for your soul to come down there. Just waiting oh, for yes, you. They waiting on you. They see you. They waiting on you. They know you out here cutting up. They love the one people who cut up. And ooh, we, I can't wait for that person to come down here. I hope that person don't confess something. See, Satan get mad when you get saved because he know ain't come nothing on, he can preacher. do to you. He hate when you get saved. It ain't nothing he can do to you. <laughs> but on, those preacher. that are lost, Lord have mercy. He is glad that they have the, the, the nerve to reject God. Like the brother said, I'm going to say this and I'm going to close it out. 
The demons are going to The gates of hell are going to be open The demons are going to run on this earth Lord have mercy I pray that you don't be here when it happens Come God on, man. bless you I love you Amen brother If you got anything else Go ahead That's, it. Right. That's it I plan on being I, Hopefully I get to be back with you Wednesday night I don't know Just depend on my assignment All right I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate. It. I love Amen. You. God bless you. here with me tonight. Amen. We need to we need to get this out. We got about uh, one minute. I just want to appreciate those that's listening, and I hope you continue to listen. And as we get closer, 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 and closer to the end of this year, you will see what the Word of God is really talking about in these last and evil days. I appreciate your brother Jackson. And as we get ready to go off, we all want